Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody, it's Janet Metzger, and I am here today with Serena Chow, and uh, she's got some great, great info. You know, Serena and I met through a networking group, and uh, it was such a powerful conversation. I know you wanted to meet her. You know, as a member of the Network Marketers Den, what we're here to do is serve you, the network marketer. And Serena is a very successful network marketer. She's She grew up in Portland, Oregon, and she's the oldest of four girls. Her dad was a business owner, and her mom taught at a local junior college. She earned her BA degree from Oregon State. Um, what is their name? I know it. I can see them. They're orange and, orange and black. I know that. But what's the name you're of good. Oregon, Oregon yes, State? Yes, you're good. Okay. Orange and black there. Okay. I knew that. You got it. She was recruited out of college to work for a big company for IBM in San Francisco, and she still lives in the Bay Area today. She met her husband, John, while working in corporate, and she left IBM after nine years to raise their two children, Stephanie and David. She ran a business from home selling a good, great, great company, Osborne Books. She did it for 16 years, And while she was selling it, she was homeschooling both of the kids. In 2010, after that first recession, she closed that business down and she opened up her business with Melaleuca, the wellness company. Um, She's done that for 12 years and she's not stopping. So what did I miss? What did I miss, Serena? And welcome. So glad you're here with us. Thank you so much. I don't think you missed anything. Thanks so much for that great introduction. I appreciate well, that. It, it's it's really a great, great story. You know, it's uh, network marketing has a bad rap sometimes about the high turnover, but I will tell you, mm-hmm. 28 years in the business, you've probably seen, been there, done that, <laughs> seen just about everything. And I think <laughs> you have a wealth of experience, but to me, it says a lot about your dedication with the two companies that you've been with in that, um, yeah, I know you have a, I don't give up attitude. So good for you. Good for <laughs> Thank you. you so, much. so what prompted you to get into direct sales? Well, my mom was home with, I remember growing up, my mom was home with all of us. And so I was really looking for a way to be home with the kids. Okay, And I knew that, yeah, when I was working in corporate and it took me a couple of years to find Esborne, but when I did, it just, it just, everything clicked. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So it was a matter of staying home with the kids. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Flexibility, some extra income. Cause I, you know, just left a corporate job. Yeah. With so a really nice. good, big company. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. you. And uh, now, of course, the kids are all grown up and everything, but yet yep. you're still in direct sales. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That's often. Well, what do you love about direct sales? I mean, why why have you stuck with it this long? Um, <laughs> love the flexibility of it and being able to work my own hours. Um, Humorously, my husband doesn't think I could take marching orders in corporate, but I could. <laughs> but once you once you get once you get a taste of um, just that independence and flexibility with your schedule, and you know, I, there's an adage, right? You can make a living eight to five, but you can make a fortune working nights and weekends. 
right? Right, so, right. Yeah. So I, I really love that piece. And, you know, there's no ceiling on income. You can get paid what you're worth, not what someone Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, y- you said um, what po- some people think is a four-letter word, but um, you said <laughs> you work it. You really work the business. Yes. Do you have any sort of a schedule or anything like that? How do you ensure that you get done what needs to be done? That's a great question. I actually, Monday through Wednesday, there are a couple of big time blocks that I just make calls. Okay. So when I schedule my appointments, uh, those are like rocks in my schedule, right? So I don't put anything in there. That's my time to out call. So I make sure... Mm-hmm. I make sure I have that in there. And oh, I have that is points. so refreshing because there's a lot of great things um, that you said, but the thing that I guess puts a smile on my face is that you're actually making phone calls and talking to people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, how, yeah. that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. And the part about the time blocking, I think is so important and it's a mm-hmm. rock. You mm-hmm. said you, you, yeah. you can't move it. That's, yeah, that's right. really, really important. So yeah. by having that consistency, okay, good, mm. good. Um, so, so many great things, 28 years, but if you had to say something that frustrates <laughs> you, bugs you about direct sales and network marketing over all these years, what mm. would that be? Um, I think I was thinking, reflecting on that. And I think, when activities don't match the goals. Okay. Tell, me what really- you, tell us what you mean by that. I like that. I love that thought. So, yeah. So someone has really big goals, but um, the activity and the time that they're putting into it doesn't really match. It's not, it's not commensurate with how they're going to achieve those goals. Right. I mean, if you want to make six figures, it's not going to be by just working in a certain amount of time, you know, it's not going to come from five hours a week. Okay. So you've got it. Okay. And, you know, we have a pretty good handle with 36 years of statistics on what kind of activity needs to happen. And it's just calling. Right. Belly to belly. Right. That's how I was trained. And that's how I think people with social media and all the electronic modes these days, I think receiving a live phone call um, or a handwritten note in the mail is huge. I, I appreciate those things. Right. Right. It, it really separates you from everybody else. So Mm -hmm. am I hearing you say, I mean, I know you practice this. Do you run into team members or potential team members that just don't want to put the activity in to get what they really want? I mean, do you run into that with team members? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That good old. mm -hmm. And it's like a chess game, right? You move, I move. And I I I step, you step. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, I love them where they're at. And from all my corporate sales background, I, you know, have a really thick skin. So I don't take, I try not to take it personally. Um, cause a lot of time it's timing for people. Sure. Sure. This might happen. Um, when, when you talk about, um, others not putting in the work, what do you, what would you say to somebody that is, not achieving their goals. How would you go about helping them to make sure that they know that they're that they're not they're doing the right stuff, but maybe not enough of it? Is that a fair way of putting it? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. I have a really that's probably one of the biggest challenges for me is because I'm a pretty direct person and trying to determine a way that would 
not be offensive and <laughs> put them sure. on the defensive, but allow them to, you know, kind of think about what it is. And I think I would ask them what, you know, have their goals changed? That's the first question I would ask. Oh, good question. You know, are there some things going on that, you know, is impeding on the time that they thought that they were going to be able to dedicate? Right, right. And if the okay. answer is yes, I'm okay with that. Right. You know, I just, I just kind of want to dig and find out if there's something, if there's an impediment on their side, that's impeding. It could be a, you know, a family member that's really getting on their case and doesn't believe sure. what they're doing, you know, a lot of things. So first I want to find out if that's, if that's, if there's something right. in their way right. and that's an easy answer. Right. And, and if not, then there's, there might be other things or, you know, I mean, they need to own this. It's not for me to own. I, it's their journey, right? It's all about right. their success. I can't do it for them. Right. Oh, yeah. thank you for saying that. So <laughs> many network marketers want to help people. Yeah. And that means do it for them. And yeah. you can't do that. So bravo to you. You know, um, there yeah. was a, uh, a right. woman that I've known for many, many years uh, mm-hmm. by the name of Vondell McKenzie. Um, who's a seven-figure earner, just does really, really well. And that's what Vondell always used to say, you know, you got a million-dollar goal, but a thousand-dollar plan. So <laughs> oh, good. And, and that one always just, sometimes it yeah. just hit people between the eyes. So, but, well, yeah. you know, I think what's really important for our listeners to hear, Serena, is that with as much experience and success as you have had, even you run into things like that. So it's, it's yeah. not you, it's not yeah. our listeners. It's the people that they're dealing with. So, um, so 28 years in mm. the industry, different products, but 28 years, what keeps you going? How do you keep yourself going? <laughs> I think it's, it's just seeing someone uh, with an extra $500,000 that can change their life. Um, just, I mean, the money's great, but for me, it's all, it's all about giving back. I think for me at this stage of my life, I just, I want to be able to, if someone comes to me and says, I support several missionaries. And one of them is a young gal in her, um, early thirties, um, in Barcelona, Spain. And one of the other streams of income that she's trying to develop is a coaching business, which helps her with her current job, you know? So I was able to write a check. So when people, when people have needs like that, I want to be able to just give back and, and be able to do that. Cause that's, I don't know, that's what keeps me going. That's what lights me up. And, and also making, um, if I can make a significant connection for two individuals with a heavy need, like I did that a couple of weeks ago and that just totally lit me up. I may have, I think I got all no's all day long calling on the phone, but I made those two connections for those four people that was totally worth it. It made my week. Wow. Wow. You know, you've got the right attitude there is that it's not about you. It's about other people. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's so important, but it sounds like you're keeping that goal in front of you all the time. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Really, really important. Oh, wow. That's a great story. That's, that's a goosebump kind of a story. So good for you. Good for (laughs) you. You you know, when we talked initially, Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about the importance of work ethic um, <laughs> and that that was one of the things that made you successful. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Just just in general, what your idea of work ethic is and um, and how it can help a network marketer. 
Um, well, I think I learned early in my corporate career that it was okay to say if I didn't know something, but that I would go and find out and get back to the person. And that has served me well over the years. If there's something I don't know, I will be honest and just say I don't, but I'll get back with them because I don't want to lie. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to serve me well. Right. You'll lose clients and that's my reputation. Um, so being honest, I think, um, has been good. And then um, under promising and over delivering always goes over well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, especially when you're dealing with so many products. I mean, I know mm-hmm. your company has a lot of products and most mm-hmm. companies have literally right. hundreds of products. You can't be, you're not a walking encyclopedia. I mean, there's just no right. way that right. you're going to know it. So I, I, right. I love that, that you just say, I don't know, but I'll find out for you. That's what people yeah. are looking for. Yeah, yeah I, I I agree wholeheartedly. And, and that's really important in, mm-hmm. in all aspects. Right. You know, it, it, no agree. matter what your company is, no matter what you do for a living. So, right. Um, so you've built up a really nice residual income. You know, I, I know when, when you and I first met and you talked about it, I was very impressed with your residual income, that, that check that just comes, you do the work <laughs> once and it keeps coming, but how do you find, oh, I get this. If I had a dollar for every time I get to ask this question, how do you find people that are leaders? How do you find people that want to build a business? I mean, there's so many ways. I think, so pre-COVID, I went to lots and lots of networking meetings. Um, you know, of course, that shifted through the whole pandemic. Um, I did a lot of online appointments um, pre-pandemic, but once all the networking things went online, I had to navigate a little bit more. It was very, it was very difficult and awkward. You couldn't like go in and walk around the room because sure. you're on a screen. Sure. Um, you might be able to be in a breakout room, something like that. But um, so for me, I've really done a lot more one-on-ones. You know, if I see someone at a meeting that I really connect with, just that one. And Janet, that's that was you when we were on that polka dot meeting and. I saw your presence. I saw your introduction and just your energy during the meeting. I'm like, I want to know her. I want to meet her. And so I will intentionally I'll get their information and reach out. Okay. And do a connect call and, and see, but you know, someone that's coming from my background, a corporate background, business owner background. Um, I, yeah, professionalism, um, all of those really resonate. So, um, I'm not going to go to like your local bar, (laughs) but I'm going to pick and choose right? the kind of networking events to go to that I'm going to find that kind of caliber of people. So, and I'm always open to different groups. That's a really great tip. You know, it's if you're going fishing for Marlin, you're not going to go fishing in your local little lake here in Wisconsin where I live. So you're going where the professional, where that leadership the person that absorbs though, that has those skill sets is you're absolutely right. Because how do you think your corporate career helped you with your network marketing businesses? Um, not afraid to make cold calls. Okay. <laughs> I was very well trained there. So to be able to call someone up and um, strike up a conversation um, and that helped me at the networking events that that was very helpful. And just to not take it personally when sure. someone says no, 
Yeah, sure, sure. But but the idea of the networking and the um, mm-hmm. uh, being able to connect. Talk a little bit more about how important the connecting is for you, and and how you how do you connect? I mean, you know, I, I it, sometimes for me it's an instinct. But do you have anything special that you do that you look for that? Um, because, because let's face it, you're not going to, um, relate to everybody. I know I don't. Right. Right. Oh, that's yes. So my, um, I usually will set up a, if they're um, any distance from me, um, I will usually set up a zoom connect, um, maybe about 45 minutes. If I really connected with them at the event and we totally jive, because again, if I go to a networking event live, I was never one to come away with 30 cards. I was going specifically looking to make two to three significant connections with people that I really like their energy. And I think, oh, wow, I, I'd like to work with them, right? Because okay. you have to like the person that you're working with. And right, gonna, yeah. Right, you're going to spend a lot of time together. And yeah, because so in, in, in corporate world, you got to work with people that you don't like, let's face it. And right. in this business, you work with people that you like. So good point. Good point. You get to choose, right? You get to choose those that you work with. And um, so then I'll set up a connect call and um, I really, people really want to jump right into business, but I firmly believe, and I know you do too, Janet, that people do business with those they know, like, and trust. And and I've got to build those three things in first, if that's going to make sense for them, if they're going to want to partner up, they may not want to. So my whole connection call is really personal. Right. I want to, I want to know where they grew up and people love to talk about themselves. So it's super easy. That's probably, I've already asked that question at the networking event. Like, where did you drive from today? You know, where are you from the, are you from the Bay area? Cause most people aren't (laughs) right. Right. And it's easy for them. They want, they're thinking you're going to ask them a through Z about their business, but I want to know them as a person, because what I do, Serena, what I, what Serena does doesn't define who I am as a person. My profession doesn't define me as an individual. And so I really want to understand who they are. And so that whole connect call is all about them, who they are, where they grew up with, what their journey has been. And they get to decide where to start. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Not from, not when I was born in, in 1958. And then, no, I get it. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. But, but you also said something, Serena, that I think our listeners really, um, have to listen to and hone in on it's it's so spot on that it's not with everybody it's not cast this big net it is you know you have you you go into these networking events with the goal of two to three people and i i agree i think that's the that's the best way to do it my gosh if 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 you connected if you have 30 business cards or 30 connections from a call that you've been on a zoom meeting yeah that's all you'd be doing right? is, is talking to those people. So that's, that's really great advice. Two to three people. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Because, you know, I practice, you've heard me, I practice the power of three. So if I can make three connections in a day, holy smokes. Right. Um, so you're spot on there. You're spot on there. So, um, so when you talk about the power of connecting, um, mm-hmm. What is what does that mean? What's a connect? What does a good connection feel like to you? And what's a bad one feel like? Maybe that's just, maybe that's the question I should be asking. <laughs> okay, well that's a really easy one. 
Okay, well, let's hear that one. I, I like that. Connect is, I, had, I had a gal ask me, why did you connect with me? <laughs> At the very beginning of the call, and I'm like, oh, dear, this is going to be a long 30 minutes. Right, right. But it, it, you know, it's someone, if I asked a question, they just, and I try to ask open-headed questions, right? Not a yes or no question, and they answer it, and then they're silent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the awkward that's a, silence. Yeah, that's really, yeah. really tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm okay with silence because I mean I did sale, you know, corporate sales and direct sales for all these years. And I'm okay with silence, you know, where it's appropriate. But if after every question, they're not really and that sh- just shows, you know, that there isn't a connection there. That's right. very clear to me. Usually if there's a connection, we're going off and talking like this last one I had the other day. She was a coach, and we ended up talking about um Alaska and entertainment, like almost the entire time sure, <laughs> and traveling. Sure. And so for me, I love that because that shows me that they are very well-rounded, that they're not just totally consumed by work. Right. That they have, And I like that. I like that they have outside interests because, sure. and, and I want to know what their why is. Through that process, I discover, oh, they love traveling. Okay. Maybe that's one of the hot buttons for that. You know, maybe that's something that would spur them on when they're having a bad day, a bad week. Right. So it's really, it's really trying to dig. And for me, just to listen, um, try to listen, <laughs> be a better listener um, for those kinds of tips. Good. So I don't know if that Good. answers your question. No, that does. That's excellent. You know, and, and, and it sounds like when you have the, I don't know what the word would be, a non-connector, maybe <laughs> that's the word. Um, it's cut bait fast, isn't it? I mean, get off. Yeah. Cause it's, it's be, if you're trying to force force it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, you're persistent. Tell us about persistence and what that means to you and how important it is for you in your business. Um, it's very important. Um, it's, I think that's one of the things I've tried. I've been tr- recruited by so many real estate agents because I'll keep calling them back. They're like, your follow-up is immaculate. And I'm like, if you only knew my system was manual, <laughs> but it works, right? I don't okay. have like a fancy CRM. I've got like, you know, shoe boxes in a filing cabinet with a tickler. And I just throw them in with my 12 months, wherever they want me to call them. But um, a great example of that is I, I have, I never throw out anyone's information unless they tell me like, don't call me again, then I will throw their card out. But I don't ever throw anyone's card out. And so recently, because of what's been going on in our economy, um, just with gas and inflation and everything, I started calling a bunch of people that I hadn't talked to in like 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it was really fun, Janet, because I call up and, you know, I have their car, my three by five car, and I might've written some notes and stuff. And so, of course, they don't know who I am. And I'm like, hey, Susie, it's Serena Chow. How are you? Do you have a couple minutes to chat? And she's like, yeah. Right. And I like, said, hey, who the heck is this lady? I, you know, <laughs> right. I'll say, you know, are you still with Keller Williams or whatever in real estate? She'll say, yeah. And I said, okay. So I said, here's the deal. We chat. I called you in 2013. And so I just kind of just shut up. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, and I'm so sorry. I haven't called since then, but I'm calling to connect now. <laughs> And then we just start a conversation. It's so, it's been so fun. And I've gotten several appointments out of that. You know, they're, you know, they've all got circles. They know people struggling. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I love that. You know, um, 
<laughs> so often everybody's what's your follow-up system and and uh, uh, that's what I have always done I had the shoe box and now I put stuff on my calendar to remind me to call it doesn't have to be fancy yeah. but right. you do have to you do have to connect and you know the best part to me about the card system and I know it's old school if you will um, <laughs> in some people's minds is that you've got those notes on there right I mean, that's got to impress those folks that you remembered them. So yes. good for you. Good for you. That's persistent since 2013. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a gentleman that I used to work with that always said, and I loved it. He, he would say uh-huh. pers- persistence beats resistance every time. I'll never forget that. And it's, oh, it's so, so, so true. So, so that's true. So, good. so yeah. I know you're a well-rounded person. So what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> um, I'm in a community chorus, oh. about a hundred mixed voices. Um, the Black Hawk Chorus here in the Bay Area. We're a nonprofit, and we have a foundation that um, gives grants to local high schools for their music programs because they're severely underfunded. So love sure. that once a week. Um, love to cook and bake. Love to travel. Love to spend time with our grandkids. Wow. Wow. And it's great that your company provides that for you and, and allows you to be able to do that. That's that's really, yes. really great. And, you know, the part about giving back is is so, so important. So, mm-hmm. so important. So if you had to give our listeners two or three pieces of advice that, you know, like I always say, that you could write on a napkin that they should know to do and what's made you successful. What would those, what would those things be? Um, Never throw someone's information out unless they say they ask you to do it because timing's everything that that's a huge lesson that I've learned um, because I have thrown cards out (laughs) and lost out. Darn it. Yeah. It's like (laughs) never, never get rid of uh, the contacts in your phone, even though you go, who is this person? I don't remember, but okay. So that's a good one. Number one, don't throw out any cards. Okay. Yeah. Um, Number two, just be consistent in your activities and plan. Like I know Janet, you coach this with all of your, your clients is, you know, be intentional with your schedule, you know, put your family things in your church things in, and, you know, work your business. You're in this kind of business for that reason, for that flexibility. So utilize it to its advantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything goes in the calendar and Mm -hmm. and you can work your business around your life, but you got to be intentional. Okay, good. Right. Any, anything, any other words of advice you'd want to share? Have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Have fun. I, my client yesterday I had lunch with, she's a rock star commu- uh, commercial property business owner. And she said, you know, I've got to make it fun for all the people that I do that I use uh, in my team that we cross refer. And I'm like, oh, that was such a good reminder. And especially coming out of this pandemic, we've kind of lost that. You, you can only do so much on Zoom. So, yeah. right. So have some fun, you know, get out there with your team, without your team, with your family, just yeah, like I'm going to lunch today with a friend. So good for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, you have to do that. And, you know, um, different business. But as you say, you guys, it's just lipstick. Come on. Don't you don't have to get <laughs> so not going to so, lose a friendship over lipstick. Yeah, come on. You know, oh, ease up a little bit. So 
are um, people a year? I know you're on Facebook, you're on yes. LinkedIn. We're in a, yes. in a networking group together. So you are very, mm-hmm. very active and you practice what you preach. And, and I know one of the, one of your core values is helping, helping others. So you mm-hmm. told me that you have a, a special offer for our listeners. Do you want to share that? Sure. So if, if you're looking for healthier, safer products for your house, or you've got um, folks in your lives that have higher levels with all along the physical wellness, you know, higher levels of uh, maybe blood pressure, cholesterol. Um, I would love to have a 20 minute discovery call with you and see if maybe we could help you out. Um, my, and my company is a U.S. manufacturer and I think people are looking for U.S. made products. Yeah, especially in, in you know, with the uh, challenges with receiving products and that type of thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's really, really important, but uh, yeah. And, you know, you have an, an earning opportunity, but you can, you can counsel people if there are certain things that they need from a, a, a product standpoint, even cleaning products, et cetera, but, uh, or heck just to yes. get to know you. Cause you're a pretty nice lady. I will say, <laughs> I will say so. Thanks. Well, Serena, it has been such a pleasure and, it's no surprise to me, and I don't think it's going to be any surprise to our listeners why you have been so successful. You practice the fundamentals. Most importantly, you develop the relationships. And yes, you do have fun. You have the <laughs> best laugh. I will tell you, oh, yeah. you it, it's obvious that you love what you do. So, so I want to thank you on behalf of our listeners and um, for our uh, for our audience. Take a look. All of the show notes will have all the information so you can get a hold of Serena. If you are a network marketer, be sure you join our Network Marketers Den Facebook group where we've got almost a thousand members that share their tips and their ideas. And and we are here to serve you as well. So Serena, thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners. And here's to everybody achieving all of their goals and dreams. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening.